Yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers, are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we'll dive into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take you from A to B and have some fun along the way. My name is Jessica Cross, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Let's dive in. Hi, welcome back to Marketing Off the Mat. Uh, Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about being on the entrepreneurship journey and how working from home can sort of blur the lines between work and rest. (laughs) And I'm sure that you can relate because of just how insane our world became in 2020. Everybody was at home all at the same time, trying to work, go to school. Um, if you have kiddos, uh, major props to you. That wasn't a journey that we we're on um, and, and having to do Zoom school, but I have lots of friends who are parents and my hat's off um, to you because that that's an extra special, special challenge. But you know, we're, as we're coming back into whatever this is, you know, many people say back to normal. I'm not really sure about that. Um, I think we're going to something new. It's, it's, it's different than it was before. Um, but we're, you know, we're kind of moving back into the world more frequently. Um, I've noticed that being around people, <laughs> being around people as an introvert, uh, generally it, it got a little tough to start being in groups again and feeling everyone's energy and not being as used to it. Um, it's, it's different than it was before. And, uh, you know, we're on the flip side, if you're still working from home, like many of us are, um, you know, the line is blurred between when work starts and when it ends and, you know, if it's going with you to bed, maybe it's getting up with you and with your morning coffee and, you know, you're picking up your laptop and moving it to the kitchen table so you can have a bite in between meetings. And it's, it's, it's a very gray area right now. And maybe it always has been, but for me this past year, I've been able to get a little bit better look, take a higher view of how I was working. And, and before, before COVID, before quarantine, I was not only teaching, uh, weekly classes uh, on the weekends and and subbing sometimes. Um, I have my sound healing business, Sound for Stress, which is a, you know, sound meditation, sound bath, uh, group events, trainings, et cetera, retreats as well. Um, I have that part of my business. And on top of that, I work minimum 40 hours a week. Uh, 40 hours a week is a good week. Uh, just from the nature of the business that I'm in, which is, uh, you know, events and marketing. Uh, that is a very fast-paced world to live in. And I also am uh, in a different time zone than, than uh, many of the people that I support. And it, it just, all to be said, creates a very, very blurred line. So this past year, I have been getting more clear on what I need to continue and what I don't. Um, and there has been a lot of things on the don't list, uh, which I think was really what I needed um, that I'm not, I'm not glad for. I think my friend Jackie recently said this on the podcast, but she, she said, I'm not glad for what 
the pandemic was or, or happy about the pandemic, but there is a lot of uh, gratitude for the gifts that it brought um, to, to some of us in some ways. And I'm paraphrasing, but you know, basically that to me means it gave me a chance to really take stock of the direction of my life was going, how short life was and is, and um, being even more intentional with my time and efforts uh, out in the world and, you know, at, at home. And one of the things that I have come to realize, and uh, thanks to this past year, is how little time off I truly do take. And that is not a badge of honor, by the way. I think our society has taught us um, how to uh, how to earn love, how to feel successful, how to be worthy by working ourselves to death. And, and that might be, you know, working a job or the work that you do at home, uh, all of those things. It's like you basically like work in any sense equals love or work, work equals worthiness. And I finally realized, even though it's still work, my own work that I'm doing, how much I leaned into that. And I would work seven days a week. I'm either at my, at the office, uh, teaching all through the weekends, getting up early to teach a class and then staying at the studio, um, for hours upon end. And, you know, there was a lot of beauty in, in that and the community aspect, but, you know, I'd come home with a mirror three or four hours before, I would have to start the week over again and all the things that go with that. So, uh, you know, the laundry, the, the groceries, the, all the things that we each have to do to, to prepare for a week. And I would just get so drained, but pushed through week after week, month after month, year after year. And now I realize how, how detrimental that can be. Um, you know, not only to, you know, my own personal energy, um, but how I show up, you know, for my family, for my husband, um, even for our little kitty, uh, how, how much space and grace I have for conversations with my in-laws or, um, you know, with friends. Uh, I, it, when you're that tired and you're not quite aware um, of it, it definitely colors your experience in a different way. So all that to be said, I have taken some steps to make more space in my, in my schedule and, and especially for rest and play and creativity. And it's not, you know, what I would like it to be. I'm going to be 100% transparent. It's still a lot. I'm still, you know, obviously podcasting, working full time, and I have my own clients. I still teach, but I have shifted my my uh, focus in a way that I realize what makes the most sense for me um, now probably maybe is not the same as what it used to. So I have a quick list and a quick method that I'm implementing and I'd love to share it with you on ways that we can make space for rest and creativity. Um, so I'm looking at this kind of from a schedule view because that's the way my brain works. And if, if you're somebody who's glued to your calendar uh, like I am, <laughs> 
then this might make sense for you. So this is what I am trying to do every, uh, you know, every season and uh, in a way to build space for rest and creativity. So I'm adding in a little bit every single day and how I'm tackling this right now is in a couple of ways. Um, I'm sticking to my daily movement practice and that might seem like the opposite of rest, but for me, the ability to move my body, be it running, yoga, lifting, um, that is the, the way I clear, uh, clear the slates. It's the grist for the mill, if you will. It's how I make space in my brain in order to be available and open for my clients, my family, and the work day ahead. So I'm sticking to that. It's a priority, obviously, uh, when my body needs to rest, I'm leaning into that as well with the you know, cooler, slower practices. But that daily movement every single day is key for me. And the next thing I am working on is, and this is a big one, but not being on my phone in bed. And I'm going to challenge you to do that too. If that is landing for you today <laughs> and that's you, there's no shame in your game, girl. I hear you. I, I'm catching up on email or I'm just, you know, doom scrolling on, on Instagram or, or whatever, fun scrolling or being, being in the DMs and, and talking to people that I enjoy. But I think, uh, and obviously there's so much scientific study out there that shows how that affects your sleep. And, and we all, we, I'm not here to tell you that I'm not a scientist. I'm just a human um, who has noticed how it's impacted me even more um, over the past 18 months. And so I am making some intentional time to read silly fiction as much as I want in bed. So that's what I'm doing. I would love for you to think about like, how, how can your bedtime routine, something you do every single day, can you fold a little bit of rest or creativity or play or joy in, into your evening? Maybe it's taking a bath, like a, a nice long soak, even a 20 minute soak makes a huge difference. So it doesn't have to be hours um, and it doesn't have to be multiple chapters of, of the fiction or, or nonfiction, whatever, whatever suits you. But I'm, I, was telling my husband this the other day, if it were summertime and I was a, a kid, a teen or tween, I would probably go through 20 books in a summer. And I have gotten so far away from that. It's all been the juicy uh, personal development, self-help, business building type of literature that I've leaned into in recent years, which I love. I think that's not quite right for bedtime. <laughs> I need a story all. So that's what I'm leaning into. So a little, little bit of fun, a little bit of rest. And I have noticed since I've been leaning back into like no phone in bed or like I'll give myself three minutes like to finish whatever I'm doing and then put my phone away and then hop into a book. I fall asleep so much faster. I feel so much more rested. Uh, a little bit of story time, quote unquote, before I sleep has made a huge difference. So that's what I'm doing every day. And then as you might suspect, this is rolling out into our week. So let's find intentional couple of hours, even an hour to make some space for something that fills you up. Is it a nap on a Saturday where it's completely quiet in the house and the you're laying under the fan and it feels nice and cool and it's quiet? Is that is that your space for rest? Or do you enjoy painting or digging in your garden? 
what is it that you can make space for once a week for a couple of hours if you have more amazing but it doesn't have to be a, a large time span to be impactful. It gives you something to look forward to. It takes you away from your screen and back into your body. So look for something once a week and, you know, obviously give yourself a lot of space and grace. Schedules are different all the time, but find something that really fills you up. Plan for it once a week, put it on your calendar, let your family know, Hey, this is what you're doing. Um, this is going to be my schedule enjoy <laughs> whatever you have to say with as, as much love and an intention behind it as you can. This is what you need. And you're asking for your family to respect that. Okay. Let's roll this out. So let's schedule some time every month now. And then also maybe look at something really nice to look forward to once a quarter. So what I'm leaning into is taking a day or maybe even a little bit longer for, for a little retreat for myself. Here's an example. I was recently asked uh, by some, some lovely friends if I wanted to do a little destination in town, basically, spa day. And it's this it's a beautiful brand that has um, this spa and, and hotel brand that has incredible wellness offerings, amazing food on a, uh, on a farm with uh, lovely yoga classes and a spa in the middle of nature. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and they asked if I wanted to go on a Monday. And normally I would say, oh, I, sorry, like I work. And I wouldn't even consider it. And because I've been intentionally thinking about ways to make space for rest and creativity, I said yes. And it felt so freeing. It felt so good. It gave me something to look forward to for several weeks ahead. And, and I took the time off early. I made space. I just moved a bunch of meetings and said, I will be off this day. And it was fine. It was totally fine. The world did not end. So I will just say, if that's something that you struggle with, that you say, oh, I can't take a Monday or I can't make time for myself because of X, I'm sure all of that is true. And there might be a way to work just on the other side of that, just on the other side, because the breakthrough that you might have from taking a break could be so significant that you're, and you're missing out on it by not giving yourself some downtime. So there's obviously a lot of value in kicking butt and showing up all the time and doing your quote unquote best every single day. But I would challenge you to take a good look within, look at your schedule and see how you can schedule some intentional time to rest, be creative, play, read, create, whatever it is, I would love for you to do that because I think from that place, you are going to grow and flourish even more than you already are. I firmly believe it. I'm doing it here with you. So that's why I wanted to bring it 
to you today uh, in this episode, and I hope it landed with you. So I would love to hear if you start implementing a schedule for space and rest uh, in, in your in your uh, your daily, your weekly, your monthly plans. Um, so send me a DM. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. It's at JessicaCross.co. I'd love to know uh, if if you're if you're kicking that idea around or if it's something that you've already done and uh, you know how it's going. I would love to know and. And yeah, just just wishing you some space uh, and for some rest and, and some play in, in your days because it's so important. And just on the other side of that is just about everything. So sending you so much love. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Map podcast. I love hanging with you as we figure this thing out together. Do you have an idea or something to share with me? Send me a DM on Instagram at, at justcacross.co and let me know what's on your mind. I'd be so grateful if you shared this with someone who could use this episode. And if you get a chance, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Catch you on the next episode. See ya.